Welcome to another episode of Sports Shenanigans. We took a little week break there because with the Pro Bowl um, and, frankly, my schedule because I worked like 75 hours last week, uh, we just yeah, decided yeah. there wasn't much news going on, so we wouldn't do an episode. And, and boy, did that catch and, back up this week. <laughs> yes, that caught it back up real quickly. So... So here's what we're going to do. we got the Super Bowl coming up. Um, we were really hoping that that would be the main focus of this episode. Um, unfortunately, we have some other news that happened. So what we are going to do is we're going to start in the NBA and work our back around the NFL um, so we can end on Super Bowl and looking towards the Super Bowl and what happened there. So here's what happened. In the NBA... Um, you know, start, let me, let me, before we get into too deep, let me start with some of the headlines, uh, I had before, uh, the big news that I'm sure anyone who's listening to this has known about. Uh, let's see. LeBron leads the NBA in jersey sales. Giannis and then Steph for top three. Man, that's happy. Um, Westbrook becomes the second player in NBA history with a triple double against every team now that he's been traded away from Oklahoma City. Uh, happy. Giannis reaches 10,000, seventh player in Bucks history. That's 10,000 points. Uh, then Lillard drops 61. He's the sixth player in history with multiple 60 point games. The Blazers beat the Warriors in overtime. Um, Dwight Howard's returning to the dunk contest, which is exciting. That's big. Um, yeah, um, Kyle Kuzma signed a multi-year extension of his footwear and apparel endorsement partnership with the GOAT app. Um, sure. Uh, Maryland police officer suspended for filming ex-NBA player Delonte West as he was being questioned about a fight. Uh, I didn't hear anything more about that, but I guess it's probably just can't film while you're questioning. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, we will save the All-Star for a little bit. So let's go back to some news that happened Sunday afternoon. It came out that Kobe Bryant, uh, had died in a helicopter accident and there were, well, now that we're, you know, in the present, we know that there were nine total people aboard the helicopter. It was him and his 13-year-old daughter, his oldest daughter, Gianna, and um, and then her coach and his wife and kid, and another coach and her kid. Let me. I'm counting. Uh, and another kid and. The pilot. Yeah. Uh, they were all they were on their way to a travel basketball game for Gianna, um, who everyone was talking about being the next big thing in women's basketball. Um, and so uh, they were on their way to a basketball game for her. There was her teammates aboard and her coach. Um, and so. Yeah, so the news kind of broke. Um, it was a weird thing. Um, mm-hmm. Casey, how did how did you find out? Uh, I found out uh, from the ESPN app. Um, I actually missed the notification, so it was just kind of on my phone. 
Um, and I happened to, you know, get ready to drive and I just was like checking to see what my notifications are before I started to go. Cause you don't text and drive or look at your phone and drive people don't do it. Um, and so it said, I'm trying to think what the, I don't remember what the exact headline was, but there's two of them. There is one that said breaking news, Kobe Bryant dies in helicopter crash. And the other one was like live, like the news of it. And I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> I was genuinely shocked. Um, yeah, I think everyone was. I I was kind of like, there's no way this is real. Yeah. Because, I mean, why would that be real? Like, but that, I mean, that's how I was. I was just kind of like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, I drove home. I was only like two minutes away, so I got home quickly. I turned on the ESPN app uh, and I started to listen in just because I wanted to see what the heck was going on and you know it was confirmed he well it wasn't confirmed at that time but they were basically confirming like Kobe was he died in an actual plane crash and it was it was crazy yeah so I was I happened to I had just um what I had just done, I had just uh, picked up a thing for my mom that she bought first. She bought something off of like Facebook Marketplace or something, and they were down in my area, so I had to go pick it up for her. Um, and then I drove up to visit my grandparents, and while I was visiting, um, my grandma, who had already had. Um, a couple things said, but said that um, Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash. I told, I said, stop reading Facebook because this is what she does. She reads Facebook. She doesn't read the article. She just sees a headline and it's a fake story and whatever. Um, and so she says, no, this isn't whatever. So I Google it, and there's nothing. Like, I mean, no no one – I'm like, Grandma, I don't think you understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> if this was if this was real, this would be everywhere. Um, Two minutes later, Bo finds out it was everywhere. Well, no, it wasn't. So I was waiting on I, – I told her, I said, I'm going to wait until I hear, you know, ESPN, Bleacher Report, like some sports – Fox Sports, like some sports outlet, because it's, it's nowhere right now on the internet. And she says, oh, it's reported by TMZ, which then I, I was like, yeah, that's definitely wrong. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a fake story. Um, and then uh, it took a solid 10 to 15 minutes before Woj came out and actually confirmed it. Um from when I heard it, so, I mean, it was probably, like, a good half hour since the news had broke from TMZ. Um, the, so that, so it got confirmed, and I was like, what? And it was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of like, well, I don't believe that happened. <laughs> yeah, like, um, there's no, I mean, I don't know how, like, I think that's how most people felt was the confused, like, wait, that didn't happen. There's no way that happened. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. One, I think this might be the, 
I mean, as far as at least in my lifetime, but I'm pretty sure, like, it might be the most shocking death we've had of a, like, sports entertainment person just because, I mean, like, here you look at NBA players, of MVPs of NBA players, the only other two, there are only three that have died now. And it's Wilt Chamberlain, who was in his 60s, and Moses Malone, who was in his 60s, and now Kobe Bryant, who was 41. And, and like, Bill Russell's still alive. Like, everyone else is still alive from – it's like the NBA players, like, are supposed to, like, live a long, long, long time. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was just – oh, and then, you know, the initial news. So here's the other thing. Is you had TMZ who said Kobe Bryant died, five people aboard. You had someone else say it was Kobe Bryant and his whole family. Someone else said it was Kobe Bryant and four other people. Someone else said it was Kobe Bryant and um, nine people. Some pe- some people were saying like all the facts. Like everyone was just trying to be first on the story, which is why TMZ I think broke it because normally mm-hmm. that would come from someone like Boj first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then they were just gathering details from there. I think Woj was – I think Woj might have been trying to gather details, and then when TMZ came out with it, he just had to confirm that, yes, this has happened, (laughs) and we're still gathering details. Um, But then you – but then later in the day, you find out his daughter's on board, and then you find out, you know, it's – they were on their way to a basketball game, and you go back – and there's a ton of stuff that, you know, has come out since, of, you know, in the remembrance of Kobe and stuff. But one interview shows that, you know, he this helicopter, he used it, you know, back in his career. Like, he uses it all the time. Mm-hmm. And he used it com- to commute from his house to the Staples Center because he didn't want to get stuck in traffic and miss time with his family. And then you <laughs> have this happen. Yeah. Um, so... Um, and what the eerie part was, so the night before LeBron actually passed Kobe for yeah. third in all-time sto- scoring, so Kobe had just been in the news, just LeBron passing him, yeah, and he, he tweeted congratulating him, and you know it was a big night in NBA and stuff. Um, and then like less than twelve hours later, you mm-hmm. had. The news come out that he was, um, yeah. <laughs> so, so you're, um, how did you saying like this is like the big, most shocking, like celebrity sports death? Um, it is definitely has to be the top, either the, I don't know about the top one, um, but top two, three, because the number one, because I, I just looked up some of the top ones. Uh, number one that they purchased this, this this page has is ma- apparently in 1958 the Manchester United soccer team their plane crashed. Oh, basically the entire team yeah. passed away, and so for Manchester fans and all that, that's a huge thing. So like that's a big one. But as I go through this list, Kobe is the biggest name 
on this list. There's some very tragic ones on here. No, that's what I'm not. I'm not trying to argue what the most no, tragic I, is. But I'm saying from an icon, like everyone knew who this guy was. Like looking at this, like Kobe is by far. Other than Manchester United, I can't really think of or even see on any other list like a bigger name. And I and I heard some people who back in the day they said like Roberto Clemente or something um, was one, um, a couple others, but um, none of them, but none of them had like the recon- recognition the. You know the overall stature of fame that Kobe Bryant had, and and you have and you might have you know athletes die, but if they're older, <laughs> it's a little more like well they were older, so mm-hmm. everyone dies, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, but to be 41 and have just retired, and especially for the people coming into the league, I mean. That's who they watched. That's that, it wasn't that, Jordan. Everybody was wants to be Kobe. Yeah. When they came to the league, they wanted to be Kobe. They wanted to be. I mean, as big as he is. Um. Granted, I'm sure they some of them also kind of wanted to be like Michael Jordan, but yeah, but, Kobe, Kobe was Michael Jordan. Yeah, light diet. He's, yeah, okay. He died. <laughs> Have you ever seen the the video where someone has taken the Michael Jordan clips and the Kobe clips and put them? Oh like, yeah, they, they like they match up. and matches up. That yeah. just proves how close. Well, Jordan was the one Kobe watched. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's it's really big for all the people who are. Going into the NBA now, been in the NBA for a couple of years because that's the guy who they watch. That's the guy who they've looked up to. His work work ethic, which is unreal, um, and all that. Yeah. Um, the Mavericks about immediately Mark Cuban retired number twenty four. There's been talks about league wide retiring the number, um, or both numbers, um. The uh, they still the NBA had eight games on Sunday, so they still played those. Um, even though a lot of people um, questioned it, yeah, maybe. Well, and like the players maybe didn't want to play, and the announcers didn't really want to announce, and mm-hmm. um, just a lot of stuff. I know Kyrie Irving left. <laughs> Yeah, just left. Um, yeah, and so he didn't play. Um, the uh, Trey Young wore the number eight. Um, the a lot of teams did a twenty-four second violation because number twenty-four or and a uh, eight-second backcourt violation for the number eight. Mm-hmm. Um, the I know I saw the Nets, so they had just had a video a month or two ago of Kobe and Gianna at a Nets game that went viral Mm -hmm. uh, on social media, and they put a spotlight and flowers on the two seats that they were sitting in pregame. A lot of teams have done, you know, tribute videos, and all the teams have been, you know, taking the violations and... um, 
the Andrew Wiggins placed the ball on the free throw line where Bryant passed Michael Jordan for scoring. Um, Trey, so Trey Young and Devin Booker each took 24 shots and scored a combined 81 points, which is Kobe scored 81 points um, in a game, which is a big deal. Um, a lot of weird numbers like that. <laughs> Did that, you have any weird numbers like that? I let me. I need to go on. Like during I your day. I forgot I was gonna get on my Twitter and look at stuff. So let me, let me run back here real quick. Oh, so many Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, the reason I asked you that is because, like, the news broke around like maybe two, three, I think. Yeah. And then that night I went and bought Mexican. And my total was 24-24. So. What? It was a little weird. What? Yeah. yeah. It was it was very, it was weird to see that. But, I mean, it could have been a fluke, could have been a f- something. But, I mean, 24-24. Yeah. Did you see the, they were playing the old um, TV show segment? commercial thing where with Jalen Rose oh, yeah. scored the one on and the waiter comes up and how many albums would you like and he looks dead at him and he goes 81 81 <laughs> uh, every time you fade away shoot a balled up piece of paper into a trash can you gotta say it yeah you don't say Jordan you say Kobe Um, I know the Grammys like completely flipped what they were doing. <laughs> they had sure. a lot of sure. a lot of tributes because they were in the Staples Center. Uh, so Trey Young had 45 points on 24 shots. Booker had a 36 points on 24 shots for a combined total 81. Um, let's see, you know, 24 second eight second violations. A lot of after the games on Sundays, reporters asking people about Kobe, which was kind of like, I don't know. It's like, yeah. I'm asking Trey Young what the last conversation he had with him was. Oh, Trey Young is also the first player to have a 45 point double double with under 25 field goal attempts against the Washington Wizards. Since very specific stat. Since Kobe on December 17, 2006. Yep. And LeBron is going to be on a mission to win the championship this year for Kobe. And when they wins it and he shouts, Kobe, this is for you, like he did for Cleveland, <laughs> tears will be shed. <laughs> I just this. This is what he should do. Or somebody, whoever, if the Lakers make it there, whoever, actually I say the whole team, every shot, the entire game, just yell Kobe. Kobe! 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 Maybe not the guy shooting, but somebody else has to yell it. Mm. Or the game, like, final shot of the game. 
that, mm, yeah, that'd be the way to do it right there. Here was a ABC Kobe Bryant and four children killed Kobe Bryant and three others killed on Fox TMZ Kobe Bryant survived by wife and four daughters. I hope some people lose their jobs for rushing reports. Mm-hmm. Mainly Mike. No. Mike, would you like us to um, tell you his accomplishments? If so, yes, yes, I would. I was going to say, I'm like, I'm going to do it either way here in a second. Has an interview where he says that he wanted to be remembered that as that he didn't waste a moment and didn't waste a day. Always working. I mean, Kobe was famously like his work ethic was like famous. Like he he had like a different gear than every other human. Mm-hmm. Um, and it showed even like what was it a year or two after retirement he won an Oscar for a movie uh, or a short film. Yeah, that's what I think I've I've heard some people say like uh, the thing to take away from Kobe is to always pursue excellence and um, stuff like that. So, so let's go we'll, through go through the go through the stuff. I was I was gonna say we leave you with this. Kobe was a five-time NBA champion. Uh, he made seven NBA Finals appearances. He was a two-time NBA Finals MVP. Uh, he was the MVP of the league one time, uh, two-time scoring a champion, 18-time NBA All-Star, uh, and those 18 were consecutive years, which is crazy to think about. Um, uh, four-time NBA All-Star game MVP, 15-time All-NBA team, um, two-time second team, two-time third team, uh, 12-time all-defensive team, NBA all-rookie team, um, NBA slam dunk champion, 34-time player of the month, um, second most points scored in a game of 81, two-time best pl- NBA player SB award, um, I believe he has NBA playoff uh, leader. He's the leader in this. He's leader in wins shared, points, points per game, minutes per, minutes played, field goals made, field goals attempted, free throws made, free throws attempted, steals, turnovers, personal fouls. And then he holds that quite a few um, records. I'd say one, two, four, five, six, seven. 21 records or so. Um, and then he previously held a bunch more that have now been passed by mainly LeBron. So, heck of a career, heck of a life. Um, he will not be forgotten anytime soon. No. That's what it's just kind of crazy because you look at him and you were thinking like he'd be around for the next 50 years. Mm-hmm. And. To talk you'd have, like, yeah, and you'd have, I mean, you, in 30 years, you'd have him and on talking with Jordan and LeBron and just talking about playing and <laughs> just like, like Charles Barkley and yeah, Jack do and now, Jack and yeah, all of them. So it's just, 
It's just unfortunate. <laughs> I will say, Gordon, there is a story told by Mike Tirico about Gordon Hayward's role in his 60-point final game. I don't know if he saw this. <laughs> where Tirico says Hayward steps in the lane on his free throw for 60 so that if he missed it, he'd get a chance. Now, Gordon Hayward did come out and say that he doesn't want credit for this because that was not what he was doing. <laughs> um, he said he wasn't trying to give him anything because it would have been against everything Toby stood for. Yeah. Um, and so he said, I've got people congratulating me and celebrating me for doing this, and I just want it to be known that that was not... That was not the intentions. Nope. Um, Nike has pulled all the Kobe items. They have also sold out of all Kobe-related items, and they are reevaluating an ongoing strategy for releasing his shoe series. Um, Let's see what else we have here. I know I added a couple of things down at the bottom that popped up here and there. Um, LeBron got a Kobe tattoo. Mm-hmm. This is my life. Um, but, yeah, it's just unfortunate. <laughs> Very. It really is. I don't know. There's no, there's not really, you know, you, you had all these news shows, and I'm telling you, like, no one's talking about anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's everywhere. And to have that much content of news shows, but to not really have any words for it. <laughs> yeah, there's no words to talk about it. So so there's that. So we're going to move on to the rest of the uh, NBA, rest of NBA and get and get back on track here. So um also some bad news. Chandler Parsons, a Hawks forward, suffered uh, potentially career-ending injuries in a car accident caused by a drunk driver. He's got concussion, whiplash, traumatic brain injury, disc herniation, and a torn labrum. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Um, yeah. LeBron's kid, Bronny, got stuff thrown at him from the crowd, which is insane because he's in high school. He's a freshman. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much of a trash person you have to be to throw trash, but. (laughs) I mean, I've seen it happen before, but never at a. A kid. It's always been thrown at a ref. Um, <laughs> which, I mean, you can make different. Different. We all hate. <laughs> different. I mean, it's still, you're, you look like an absolute. Yeah, but to throw, I don't know what they threw. If it was a Gatorade bottle or like a hot dog wrapper, huh? I don't know what it was, but all right. But to throw it at him, like. He's 15. He's 15. <laughs> I bet you he could take you easily. Yeah, probably. Uh, and you have LeBron coming after you, which means you have Dwayne Wade coming after you, which means you have every LeBron fan coming after you. Which means you have the league. Well, <laughs> I think the league going to come after you if you hurt this kid. <laughs> and 
no one's going to feel bad for you because Kobe will come back and yeah. beat you. <laughs> um, I I was mad about that one. I mean, I'm not a huge LeBron fan. I'm not a Bronny. Well, not that I'm not a Bronny fan. I don't really know anything about his game, but throwing trash at a kid, you deserve to take spend the night at least just hanging out in the drunk cell. <laughs> with drunk people that's my take yeah all right uh russell westbrook had a feud with a fan nothing new he was just he pulled security over and told him to get him out of there and watch him um uh we we have gone in our time away we have gone from here's what the potential all-star team looks like to here's what the starters are to here's what the reserves are um <laughs> uh I'm going to yeah. try and get through some of these um, Fairly other ones quick. So the All-Star Game will be the last thing we talk about. Okay. Um, the um, Allen Iverson had a backpack with $500,000 in jewelry stolen. The 21-year-old male turned himself in, and he got it back. Why do you have $500,000 of jewelry in a backpack, AI? Come on, man. That was not the answer. Also, did the 21-year-old oh. <laughs> Also, did the 21-year-old male find out it was AIs and decide to turn himself in? <laughs> that, is, that is true. I mean, that's a, there's a possibility there. Um, let's see. We talked about that. Oh, the NBA salary yeah. cap likely to fall because of the a decline in revenue. I. I'd believe it. Yeah, they're not they're not doing as well this year, and they're looking at maybe the cap taking a hit, which would be interesting. If the cap takes a hit, do the teams then have to let the players know that they will now be getting paid less than what they signed for, or will they have to deal with the players making however much and having worse teams because of it? That could be very interesting. I would like to see how this is going to go. Obviously, because if you look at some of these teams, you know you got a guy who's making thirty-eight million because he thought you had this much, and now you only have this much, so now you're mm-hmm. losing three guys. <laughs> yep. Um. Oh, uh, Kawhi had his first triple double. Throw that in there. Thirty-three, ten, and ten. I was very surprised about that. I'm uh, not gonna lie not, because if you watch Kawhi, you know he I'm- doesn't do. Crap. I, just, <laughs> I mean, I assume because I mean Kawhi. Everybody. I mean, I'm one of the people who's like Kawhi is one of the best players in the NBA. Uh, I would have assumed by this point he'd have had a triple double. Well, he's good at defense. I mean, he's great, and he's true, and he's good at scoring. But rebounds and assists have never been his forte. All right. He also was ruled out after halftime of a game after feeling lower back tightness before the game. Now, here's my question. Is he the most fragile guy in history? The dude only plays every other game, and he's hurt. It's possible. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to say he's not. (laughs) Like I said, Uh, I, I get the resting thing, but, like, at some point... You're doing you're too much. Get hurt, you're gonna get hurt. <laughs> you're doing too much, and that you're gonna get hurt because you're resting too much now. Yeah. The here's a fun one. I'm really excited about this. In yeah. the Knicks versus Grizzlies, the bench is cleared because 
Marcus or not Marcus, Jay Crowder stole the ball. The 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 ah Grizzlies hit a three to go up one twenty four to one oh six, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Crowder stole the ball and stepped back to shoot a three and he shot it and Alfred Payton came over and two hand took him down because of the disrespect of trying to add more points on. Now the bench is Did you just say they're up two? What? Did you just say they were up two with some time on the clock left? No, they were up one twenty four to one oh six. Something like that. I, with like under a minute left. I heard just uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I, heard, I heard six and four. And- so the game was over. They had under a minute left, and then he did this. And uh, I guess there's like there's an unwritten thing where you don't do this. Same thing happened uh, in the Kansas-Kansas State game where the guy stole it and took it down and dunked it, and that turned into a whole thing. Um, guy threw a chair. Yeah. Pulled a butt. Bobby Knight. <laughs> the... Here's here's what I don't get. So, Alfred Payton is the only Nick who got punished. He was suspended one game. The, the Jaron Jackson and Marco Guderich were both suspended one game. They played for the Grizzlies. Marcus Morris of the Knicks was fined $35,000, mainly for his comments that... After the game, when he said that Crowder played with female tendencies and was very womanlike, because can't say that, and the <laughs> can't say that man, and Crowder was Crowder was fined twenty five thousand for escalating the situation. Um, Morris later apologized for his comments on Twitter. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me tell you this. Jaron Jackson and Marco Guterich got suspended one game because they left the bench, so that's an automatic one-game ban, which is the same amount of time that Alfred Payton got suspended for actually doing the thing. <laughs> uh, we, we all know that the suspensions and fines in the NBA are messed up. I mean, they don't make any sense. They- they were talking when this happened. They're like, he might get suspended, you know, five games or something because he deliberately took out the guy. <laughs> yeah. He got a flagrant two. He got ejected, and the ejection did nothing. The game was over. But he actually did the thing. He got suspended the same amount of time as someone who gets an automatic game ban for leaving the bench. <laughs> yeah. And Crowder got fined 25000 for, quote, escalating the situation. I'm not sure what he did. I don't know. Are they, are they fining him because he decided to shoot the ball? When, I mean, there's not a rule against it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm confused why this is how this happened. <sighs> okay. Here's another fun one. Victor Oladipo came back on January 29th. I was working. It was, it was a crazy night. <laughs> um, he came out. He wasn't looking too. I mean, he wasn't looking bad, but he looked like it was his first game back in a year. Yeah. And the and uh, at one point the paces were down 193, about a minute left, and looked like they were gonna lose the comeback. And then they scored, and then they got a quick. Brogdon got a quick two, 
And then, so it was, they were down three, and then Oladipo decided to hit what? A 35 footer? 40 footer? Something like that. Deep ball. It was deep, and he hit it with nine seconds left and sent him to overtime. Gave a little shimmy. He's back. He back. Everyone crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Oladipo ended up pulling out the win in overtime. If Oladipo goes back to what he was before he got hurt and just plays like that for the rest of his career, he could potentially be like in the conversation for the best pacer and the most loved pacer probably. Well, you see, what happened was Paul George got traded, and Sabonis is an all-star this year, and Oladipo was an all-star the year before, so essentially the Pacers got two all-stars for Paul George. Mm-hmm. I like Oladipo. Yeah. Like, I like him a lot. Sabonis is okay, but I really like Oladipo. <laughs> and then, okay, so here we are. Oh, wait. Luca is out six games at least with a right ankle sprain, which is bullcrap because the Mavs come to the Pacers on Monday and I requested to work that game and now I'm working Monday night and he's not even playing. There's no Luca. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is this madness? Uh, That's normally what happens, though, if you try to go see someone. Like when a couple years ago I tried to go to see Kristaps. Yeah, I tried to go see Kristaps and, you know. Bought the tickets, and the next day, he tore his ACL. He blew up his knee, and I was like, <laughs> great. Now I'm going to go watch the Pacers, who at the time didn't really have anybody, and mm-hmm. the Knicks, who never have anybody. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a different. sellout tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, Let's see. Let's, so we'll start from the beginning here. Start with LeBron leading the West All-Star, named the captain for the third straight year. By the way, this guy is 34 in his 17th season. Mm. Maybe 30, going on 35, maybe 35. Um, and he'll be, he's, he leads the league and votes for the All-Star game. Um, he is joined by Anthony Davis. Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, and Luka Doncic for the starting lineup in the West. Giannis led the East All-Stars, and he's joined by Trey Young, Kimba Walker, Pascal Siakam, and Embiid. Now, there was some drama because Trey Young got the spot, and you had guys like Jimmy Butler and Kyrie, and Ben Simmons, and Kyle Lowry, not so much, and Bradley Beal, not <laughs> not make the starting lineup. Um, but instead, Trey Young took it as well as Kemba. Um, didn't even make the entire thing. Who? Bradley Beal didn't even make the entire... Oh, we're getting to that. I was like, um, that? Well, I have some solid opinions on that. Yeah. And you guys uh, res- come here for our opinions. This is... LeBron's 16th All-Star team, breaking a tie with Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett for the third most selections in history, only trails Kareem with 19, and at the time, not such a big deal, but Kobe with 18. Um, And assuming he plays, will only trail Kareem uh, with appearances, 
who Kareem had 18, Kobe missed three due to injury. Um, and apparently LeBron hasn't ever missed an All-Star game. Um, it, Luke had talked about if he was picked first for the team. Um, they asked him, you know, what if you're picked first? He said, you know, doubtful that would happen, but he said it would be amazing because everyone knows what LeBron means to me and it would be special for me because since LeBron got the won the vote, he gets the first pick. Um so that's what you get the East and the West All-Stars, but now LeBron and Giannis will pick teams and for the second straight year. Um, LeBron and AD are in the All-Star game. Dwight Howard's in the dunk contest. Frank Vogel's a coach, um, so a lot of Lakers. And then the Bucks coach, Mike Budenholzer, it's all the other coach that will be coaching in the All-Star game. Um and then the All-Star Reserves, I have a list of them here. Nice. You have for the East, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Ben Simmons, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, Bam Adebayo, and uh, Sabonis. And then for the West, you have Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Nikola Jokic, Rudy Gobert, Brandon Ingram, Russell Westbrook, and Chris Paul. So, snubs. A big snub everyone's talking about is Devin Booker. That's a big, big, big snub. Another big snub everyone's talking about is Bradley Beal. Lou Williams yeah. Williams came out and said that he was upset. I don't know how upset you can be or the sixth guy. Um, like, yeah. I understand you're good, but um, and Giannis says he feels his Buck teammates are disrespected because they have more All Stars, even though Chris Middleton did get elected. Um, so let me hear about the snubs. The snubs. So. Um, let's just say that Bradley Beal and Devin Booker are averaging, I think it's above 27 points a game. Yeah, I know. Devin, Devin yeah. Booker is dragging the Suns, trying Bradley to make the playoffs. Bradley Beal is dragging the and Wizards. Bradley Beal is dragging the Wizards in general. I don't know if they even have a shot, but he is literally dragging them. If that is not an all-star kind of player, I don't know what an all-star kind of player is. That's what LeBron did for years, is he dragged the Cleveland team to the finals. Yeah. He was an all-star. He was an all-NBA. Devin Booker is dragging a team. Bradley Bill is dragging a team. Lou, you're not dragging a team. So you can throw your little hissy fit and be a little mad that you didn't make it. You're the sixth man on the team, like Bo said. Whatever. But... I, I'm kind of blanking on where is uh, is Devin and Bradley in the same side or the different. Devin's side? on the west. Bradley's in the east. Okay, brain wasn't working. Okay, don't know where I'm at. So in the east, oh no, I'm typing it out here. I would say I just have a big old list of people that did not help me at all. I'm That's the East. I need not 
Let's get that one. Roster? I have it. Uh, I have it on the sheet. Is it on the sheet? Thank yeah. goodness for Bo. Bo is a champion. Ooh. Okay. So I'm going to tell you the players that I would pick. The East is above Lillard. East is above Lillard, and that is Bradley Bill. Okay. So Bradley Bill. Um, I would take over Sabonis. I don't know. I get Sabonis is playing great, but I'd rather have Bradley Bill on the pay- the Pacers than Sabonis. <laughs> Your boy in Miami. I don't even know what he's doing. Bradley Bill is dragging your team. He deserves to be there more than Bam. <laughs> Jason Tatum hasn't necessarily proven he's the star of that team. It could still be Jalen Brown, and it could and it could be Kemba. I'd take Bradley Bill over him. Chris Milton, I'm taking Bradley Bill over him. Ben Simmons, good lord. Ben Simmons shouldn't be an all-star ever. <laughs> he shoot a freaking three. That means you can't be on the all-star team. Ben, or Bradley Bill. Kyle Lowry is had a chance to be the best player on the team when Kawhi left. It's Pascal Siakam. It's Pascal now. It's not Kyle Lowry. Jimmy Butler? I'd take Jimmy Butler over Bradley Bill, but only maybe a little bit. So the entire that list, in my opinion, Bradley Bill is above all of them, which is what I mean. I mean, you can make a case for all of them, but I would, I would, I would take Beal over Lowry. Um, I would probably take Beal over Simmons. I would and I'd take Beal over Tatum, but I'd leave the rest. I mean, the rest are fine. Um, I get. Isn't there like a certain you like, fill those... out the team? It's not I'm, like you're taking them all out. No, I mean, I that's what I was just saying. Like, I'm just. I know there's like a certain you have to have this many like forwards, you have this many guards. Blah, blah, blah. But, like, let's at least kick Lowry out and put Beal in. Now, here's my thing. Toronto would rather have him than Kyle Lowry. Then why would the All-Star team deserve to have Lowry over Beal? I don't know what the deal is with Kyle Lowry. Has he done anything this year? I don't think he's that good. No, he's not. Um... Here's my thing. In the West, you have Devin Booker, and someone who made it is Brandon Ingram. I, okay. So and this, someone who made it is Russell Westbrook. Yes. So, again, I think this is flawed, and I'll say it's flawed from the starters. Because, and if you're sitting out games... And you're sitting out a lot of games. I don't care. I, I get. I'm a huge. I'm a big Kawhi fan. I don't think you should be in the of, game. Part of this is a fan vote, though. Where Kawhi is the name you know, and you know he's better. If you have him playing, he's better than. I yeah, I know, but like, I think it's of that year. If you're not playing, you don't get it. So, in my opinion, I. I don't know how many games Paul George has played. Um, is Paul George even on that? Is he no, not? Paul, that's another That snub. was another one. Paul Drew, he was a snub-ish. I don't know how many he's missed. 
But I think I mean, he missed like the first month, month and a half because of his surgery. Uh, I, I mean, let me put it this way: I think he's caught up to Kawhi by now, <laughs> and he missed the first month, month and oh, a half. Easily, he's <laughs> caught up to Kawhi now. So Kawhi's as a starter, I think is dumb because you're missing so much time. I get the name gets you there, but. I think it's dumb. Um, but I would still take Devin Booker over Chris Paul. I take Devin Booker over Westbrook at the moment for this year. I'm not talking for their careers. I'm taking Devin Booker over Brandon Ingram. Do I think Brandon Ingram deserved to be an, be an all-star this year? I don't know about that yet. I think next <laughs> year we'll see that. Brandon Ingram probably deserves the most improved award this year. Because he really has. But I think, like, was Pascal an all-star last year? I don't think he was. He won most improved, and now he's in the lineup. So I think that's how that should be. So Ingram shouldn't be necessarily there yet. But I think he can get there. And then, I mean, the others I put ahead of Booker. But so even I still say Booker should make any of these. Yeah. Um, I did hear one person propose that they wanted to see a, instead of the way it's currently set up, see more of a team USA versus the international team. Mm. Um, and because the international lineup would be, and I forget, you know, all the names cause I just have the ones here in front of me. Um, but he, he laid it out like this. Here's your international, like, starters. And you got Doncic. Oh, I can't say his name. You got Luka. You got Pascal Siakam. You got Joel Embiid. So that's three of the starters anyway. And Giannis. And Giannis. Yeah. Well, I don't know how you forgot Giannis, but well, yeah. Because I was looking at the starters, and I didn't have them next to the captains. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, already that's like so you got you got Luca, you got Giannis, you got Embiid, you got Siakam, and then you have Sabonis and um uh shoot you got Jokic and you got um Bam uh, is Bam from here? I don't know. Where I think ba- so. Where's Bam from? Bam, Bam. But I'm sure so Bo loves him. So, bottom line is it would be a very competitive game. Now, I don't think the league would do that because then I think it's starting to create a divide oh. within the league, and they'd rather have everyone all together. <laughs> Bam's an American. That's what I thought. I had a boy, Bam. I, I mean, his last name's what threw me off. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, I think I don't think the league would do that because they want the, to be like. This is the NBA, not... We are one. Let's play our USA players against our international <laughs> players. Yeah. Um, save that for the Olympics. Um, yeah. Although, it would be much stronger if the international players didn't have to divide up <laughs> amongst their countries. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that's the all-star. Team Giannis is going to wear... Here's more. Team Giannis is going to wear 24... For Kobe Bryant, Team LeBron will wear number two for uh, uh, Gianna, and 
they also changed the format of the All-Star game. So after the third quarter, the fourth quarter isn't going to be timed. They're just going to – so if the score is 190, then they're going to add 24 points and make it 124, and the first one to 124 wins. Interesting. Yeah. All right. I mean, nobody really watches the All-Star game anyway, so. Well, excuse you. This is the All-Star weekend for the NBA is the biggest event of the NBA. It's bigger than the finals. I'm just, I don't watch the game. I watch all the stuff up to it, and then I leave the game. Well, I watch the game, so I'm, I'm, I was fine with the time fourth quarter. Here's some other news. The cop that was seeking charges against Odell Beckham Jr. is not seeking charges because it was just a money grab, and he's an idiot. The Derek Jeter was one vote one vote shy of a unanimous for Hall of Fame because someone wanted to be different. Someone wanted the attention. I think we've talked about this. A little on one of these podcasts, and I had a lot of opinions on this because DJ3K is one of my favorite players to have played the game of baseball. And I, again, I'm pretty sure I said it then, and I said the same thing about Ken Griffey Jr. Whoever cast that vote as to not get in deserves to lose their vote, to be stripped of everything, of any kind of titles they have for baseball, and like banned from baseball because if you, you don't see Derek Jeter as a unanimous, like he needs to be in the hall of fame, you don't know baseball. Here's the thing. I don't know baseball and the, there is like a few names. I know <laughs> there's a few and names. Derek, bro knows. And Derek Jeter is at the top of that list. And there's not a bad thing about him out there. Let me tell you something. His dating history is undefeated. That, that should get him in the hurts. Hall of Fame himself. Yes. <laughs> that is, yes. This, I, mm, I don't know baseball at all, and I know Derek Jeter should be in the Hall of Fame. Like, this, this is like, this would be like if Kobe wasn't unanimous. This would be like if LeBron's not unanimous. It would be like Jordan's not unanimous. It's like, this is the biggest guy in the sport everyone knows. I would say, I think you could make the case for baseball, other than Babe Ruth, Derek Jeter. Because his name is that much, that well known in baseball. It's and like, crazy. The other thing about this is when you look at players going into the Hall of Fame and you look at players playing now, everybody has had issues. I'm sure some that were in the road, Derek Jeter had, uh, he might have had a parking ticket or something like that. <laughs> you go through it, he did it the right way. He, he never bad-mouthed anybody. He played the game hard. He played it trying to win. He played with one team his entire career. He was devoted to them. He wasn't trying to do anything bad. If that doesn't also help you get in the Hall of Fame, I don't know what else can. Because we're not letting Pete Rose in for gambling on himself, saying, I'm going to win 
We're not letting some other people in for other dumb things. But I get he's getting in, which I'm happy. And I won't get anywhere near Canton, Ohio, or not Canton. That's for football. Cooperstown for four years because it'll be packed. But I will get there one day to see him, see his stuff in the Hall of Fame, even though it's already in there, basically. Ugh, I'm mad. I'm mad at that. I, I visited Yankee Stadium. And I was very jealous. Years ago. I visited Yankee State. Hold on. I visited Yankee Stadium six years ago. They've got that thing on the field where, like, all their, you know, hist- history players, you know, yeah. it's like a little museum. Thing. Yeah, that thing. They had a cover. Like, it was. <laughs> they had the spot already picked. Derek Jeter was still playing. They had everything ready to just put there. They were just waiting on him to retire. Yeah, <laughs> like he didn't even he played like another three years. He didn't even have to. They were going to put him in there. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the other crazy thing about that is the Yankees have had a lot of really good players in the history. They're going to have to expand that area because yeah, I think yeah. did you walk you walk through where all they have like the jer- like not the jerseys but the circle with the number. Yeah, dude, they got to expand that area because it's starting to get tight. Yeah. Because now it's on the back wall, like where the, like you look out and you see the field, and like there's not that much room there. And, and I can think of a couple they numbers. They retire all those numbers. Yeah, all those numbers are retired. They're going to need a new numerical system. So <laughs> I believe every number from one to ten is retired. I mean, there's going to start having to let players have, like, numbers in the hundreds. Why do you think that Aaron Judge wears 99? <laughs> I think it's probably his first choice, other than the fact he's probably the biggest guy to play. <laughs> but he, he had to pick a, different, a weird number. Um. So, yeah, yeah. that guy's an idiot. So, uh, we <laughs> yeah, so strip him. Strip him of his, of his right to vote, not of his clothes. <laughs> I mean, Casey. <laughs> Make him feel some shame. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's Derek Kansas State, we already talked about, but Kansas did announce an indefinite ban for the junior forward for his role in the brawl. Fair. Un- yep. I don't get it. These things happen. These things happen. It's the most college basketball I've watched all year. It's good for the sport. Uh, (laughs) Alrighty. I don't. I mean, you know, what happened? The malice in the palace. What they do? Suspended what? Ten games? I mean, it's not like. I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I didn't look that up. But these things happen. It gets eyes on the sport. No publicity is bad publicity. If anything, I'm watching college basketball to see when the next one of these things happen. <laughs> so I want to see it live. <laughs> Serena had her earliest exit at this year's first major since 2006. So there's that. 
I don't know much else. Um, and Casey might know. Dusty Baker agrees to become the new manager of the Astros. That just popped up in my headlines. I don't know anything. Dusty's old. I really don't know much about Dusty Baker other than he's old and at one time he coached the Reds. Oh, uh, I, did I say that Zion, Luca, and Trey Young are headlining the Rising Stars game? Uh, you might have and you might have not. But hey, well, Zion, Luca, and Trey go. getting the Rising Stars game. That's a heck of a game, probably. I watched the top 25 dunks in a dunk contest last night. It took me about 20 minutes, and there's a lot of Dwight Howard, a lot of Vince Carter, and a lot of Tracy McGrady. And I think Zion could take them all. Hold on. Well, I meant... Hold on. That would be a very good dunk contest. You're going to say Zion can take Vince Carter? I don't know. I think... Yeah, right now, definitely could. Well, Carter's still got some hops. But not... I think... It'd be a contest. (laughs) Because I think... So who do we know who all's in the dunk contest this year? I just know Dwight Howard. I believe it was announced. Um, if you give me a couple seconds, I'll look up that kind of stuff. I know Buddy Heald is in the three-point contest. All-star events lineup. Maybe that is that what I want. Only one contestant has been announced officially. For the dunk contest? Yeah, and it's Dwight Howard. Now, there are rumors of John Morant, Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, Derek Jones. Wow, I thought they announced all that stuff already. Aaron, oh, Aaron Gordon's been announced. Yeah, that's right. He said as he's of, going As back. of two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that other report from eight hours ago. So it just it just uh so just it's, happened. It's starting to come out now who's in the dunk contest. Alrighty, I maybe I was wrong about Buddy being in the three point contest. Now I'll tell you what, Derek Jones, if he goes in the dunk contest will be something. Oh yeah. Because his in game dunks are ridiculous. Oh yeah. I want I don't know about Jaw. I would I haven't seen Jaw Morant dunk it, I don't think. You haven't seen him dunk it? Well I I mean I haven't like, you know I don't think he he's gonna throw any crazy dunk down, but I mean boy can throw some dunks down, I'll say that. Yeah. But I'm saying of the four I listed, I would definitely want Howard, Jones, Gordon, and Levine. Mm. Okay, so um, three-point contest is Duncan Robinson of the Miami Heat for you, Bo. That's hey. Luca, Trey, and Buddy, have those are all who have been rumored in the event. According to CBS Sports, mm-hmm. in the slam dunk contest, Derek Jones has accepted an invitation. Howard, Dwight Howard announced officially he is participating. Aaron Gordon, John Morant has turned down the invitation, and Zach Levine has been a rumored 
um, as well. He is mowing the decision currently. And then I know there's a skills challenge, but no one really cares. The skills challenge is Derek Rose, and only Derek Rose is good, apparently. I'm kidding. He's the only one who's accepted. Now we move on to the NFL. Let's talk foosball. Well, you see, if you get the right torque on the defenders, mm-hmm. and you you'd send them right up, you can bounce off the wall, and then you get your strikers involved with your other hand. Mm-hmm. And you fling it right in there. Good. Very and that's how you play baseball. I prefer to play if you score with the goalie, it's double. Mm. Yeah, I agree. That is a good. You score with the goalie, you deserve double. That is our foosball take. Now on to football. <laughs> so about two weeks ago, we had the conference championship games. Yep. Let's see if we remember that far back. <laughs> nope, not really. The Chiefs beat the Titans 35-24. to Mahomes had 294 yards and three touchdowns, and he had a touchdown run. That was quite impressive. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was. It is the first Super Bowl appearance for the Chiefs in 50 years. Derrick Henry was held to 69 yards. Nice. And a touchdown. I, he was going to have to have a big game to beat him. I mean, we all knew that. Mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins had a touchdown. He had three touchdowns in week one. He didn't have one the rest of the season, but he got one in this playoff game. Mm-hmm. I know he had three in the first week because he was on my bench. And then you know that he didn't have one the rest of the season. <laughs> Not really. I only played him like one or two weeks after that. Mm-hmm. Then I traded him off. <laughs> um, oh, Frank Clark postgame had several words that ESPN bleeped out. Oh, nice. <laughs> that makes sense. And, mm-hmm. And Travis Kelsey post game. Travis! Lit up the stadium. He grabbed the mic and said, You gotta fight for your right to party! Absolutely electric. Is Travis trying to, with that, become Gronk? Maybe. But I, I think he's lost that title already. I don't think he has a chance to get it. Why? Because he has to face George Kittle. Mm. Who has already basically made himself. Oh. Let's talk that then. The 49ers dominate the Packers 37-20, to 20, but don't let that fool you. It was 27 nothing at half. Raheem Mostert had 220 yards and four touchdowns. In the first half, he had 160 yards and three touchdowns. 
Second most yards in a postseason game. One of three players with four rushing touchdowns. He George was Kittle. Six teams. Huh? Raheem Moster or Moster 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 was cut from six teams before he got to San Francisco. To be fair, this isn't really Moster. No one touched him. <laughs> True, no one really did touch him. But I just want to throw that out there. He was cut from six teams. Heck of a story. Now he's crushing it at the end of the year. Uh, he's making the most of some running back injuries. Mm-hmm. So, George Kittle, after the game, wore a T-shirt with a shirtless Jimmy G that Jimmy G had signed himself and said he was, quote, saving it for a special occasion. I like George Kittle. (laughs) He's just funny. And Darrell Revis and Richard Sherman had a Twitter reef because Darrell Rivas said, look at this guy, he only plays zone. And Richard Sherman said, well, that's a nice view from your couch. I'll be playing, I've got a game to prepare for. And then a couple other things that went back and forth. Ultimately, I'm on Sherman's side, because, yes, he plays zone. Darrell Rivas played man. It's just two different ways to play these positions. They're both very good at it. They're good at their craft. So, I mean... Yeah. There's that. Now, George Kittle, I have heard him um, on Pat McAfee show, different spots here and there. does seem like a good guy. I don't know. He's not Gronk. Oh, he's not. No, he's not Gronk in that aspect of the absolutely crazy. But he is a very passionate, very out loud guy. On the field. I think off the field, he's much more calm than Gronk ever could even imagine to be. But on the field, they act very similar, I believe. They're loud, big presence. like it. I didn't like Gronk that much. But I do like George Kittle. Even though I believe that San Francisco is now becoming the new Patriots. Well, I'm not saying they're going to do what the Patriots did. I'm saying if you look at that team, name me a wide receiver. Emmanuel Sanders. Okay. Debo Samuel. Well, okay, exactly. We don't know who these other guys are. <laughs> we know Emmanuel Sanders. For years, we knew Wes, uh, Wes or Welker, and we know what's his face, Edelman. Those are one wide receiver that people know. Name me a running back, Bo. And Mostert. There's about 15 running Tevin backs. Kevin Fullman, Matt Breda, um, Jarek McKinnon. All right. There's about 15 <laughs> running backs for the, the Patriots as well during this round. No one is a true running back. None of those guys you named are the number one. Um, it's a system quarterback. Jimmy G hasn't really proven he is a, like an Aaron Rodgers. I mean, hey, he the ball eight times. That's pretty tough. I mean, yeah. Do what you got to do. Um, and then a, a very solid defense. And they're looking like what the Patriots have been. And I think that Tom Brady's confused. He thinks he's supposed to be on that team. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I would ask you for your pick, but we're going to save that to the end and keep them waiting. So we're going to get to the rest of the news. Jason Garrett is to become the offensive coordinator for the Giants. And the Giants are going to lose. Yeah, I was going to say that shouldn't work out horrible. Actually, Jason Garrett, here's your playbook. I can just tell you. Halfback dive. (laughs) That is all you need to do. You got Daniel Jones. I mean, just the halfback dive, though. Just keep that written right on your hand, the palm of your hand, tattoo it there. Halfback dive. That's all you got. Here's the thing. You got a first-time head coach in Joe Judge, who no one really understands why he got this job anyway. And then you got Jason Garrett, who just came off being a head coach for 10 years to be under him. Mm-hmm. I don't see this happen. I don't see this happening. Kitchens is in there, isn't he? What? And Freddie Kitchens is there, isn't he? I don't know. I think he's, I'm pretty sure he signed with the Giants as well. Well, that would make zero sense because he was terrible. But the... The Giants, here's the thing. Jason Garrett could have gotten another head coaching job if he just didn't want to jump back into it this year. And he could have gotten a better situation than being the offensive coordinator for division rival Giants. I don't, I don't think, I think Jason Garrett could have done Mike McCarthy. He could have sat out a year and found a job somewhere else. And next year, when a quarter of the league has an opening at head coach, he'd be one of the top candidates. Yep. Now he's going to mess it all up trying to be an offensive coordinator for a team that doesn't have what the Cowboys did. No. Um, Odell Beckham had surgery. Oh, um, Antonio Brown. Oh, he's a suspect in battery. Then his trainer was taken into custody and charged with felony battery and burglary. And then A.B. threw a rock at a driver from moving company before alleged battery outside of his home. A.B. turns himself into police after warrant for his arrest stemming from incident. A.B. granted a $110,000 bond, faces charges of felony burglary with battery burglary of an unoccupied conveyance and criminal mischief. Judge Freeze, Antonio Brown of Ankle Monitor House Arrest, has to check in with court personnel daily, and that is the latest. Man, the Madden curse is going to a whole new level. I have I there's no saving Antonio Brown. He's done. Roger Goodell came out and said that his well being is the number one goal right now, not returning. Um Yeah. I don't have we ever seen someone fall for this far this fast? Just complete self sabotage. Um I think the only other one that you can really like say fall that hard and fast was is like Aaron Hernandez and uh, Holy cow that, that <laughs> Holy cow that's a whole other thing <laughs> I know it's a whole other thing but like it was quick and fast like he went from tight end very good tight end boom off. The rocker and is in jail for craziness and murder. Um, and then OJ Simpson as well. Like OJ, top of his game. And murder. murder. <laughs> <laughs> 
driving, running away from the cops, and then going to jail. Like that was, these are quick session, like back to back. Man, this really happened quick. And then AB has, thankfully, has not gone. Let me let me let me preface it this way: Is AB the most bizarre? Because at least those guys fell for like murder. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> probably the most bizarre, like quick fall. Like we've seen the falls of like. Obviously, OJ and Aaron Hernandez, and then probably I think there's a few others like that. And then we've seen other people fall from domestic abuse and stuff like that. Ray Rice. But, yeah, Ray Rice, he fell real quick. But AB's is like, gone down really weirdly quick in weird ways. Like, it started yeah, well, with... And this the is title. the first... I mean, there's... Uh, there has been crime associated, but nothing like. Yeah, nothing crazy. He's been released, like nothing was proven in the one claim. Like the, uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, granted, I guess OJ was innocent too, but we all know he did it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if I should put that out there. I might be next. I mean, no, <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, but. Yeah, it's been a weird fall. Like, I'm for a while there, we were tired of hearing about the AB news because every day he did something different and dumped something dumb. I'm sure he still is. He just doesn't get out there anymore. But it's been like if you go back and look and see where this all started and how far it has fallen downhill, it is a very interesting story. Because he went when he left the the Steelers, he was regarded as what top two, top three wide receiver in the league. Maybe top one. Maybe top one, which is I mean you're fighting with Julio Jones for that spot, and now he is not in the league. No one is wants to ever take a chance on him. He is got a lot of a lot of issues going on. And maybe this is why Luke Keekley retired. He went, man, if this is what concussions is going to do to me, I'm stopping now. <laughs> oh, here's some news that just broke real quick, NBA. I don't know. What is it? What is it? Uh, well, the Lakers honored Kobe. Oh. Uh, the Lakers were on Kobe jerseys. Now, Nick Nurse and his staff will be coaching Team Giannis, not Mike Budenholzer, because he is ineligible. I'm not sure why. Oh, interesting. So I'm going to click on that. We got um, to find out why. Yeah. Um, oh, he can't do it two years in a row, apparently. Since oh. he coached last year's All-Star game, he can't coach this year's All-Star game. Well, that's saddening. Um, which that doesn't make any sense. Giannis and LeBron were both captains last year. I feel like if you can be voted to play in it for two years in a row, you can be considered a good enough coach to coach in it. But I suppose then you, yeah, they maybe just want to give opportunities to other coaches. I mean, then you'd have Popovich coaching every year. Well, clearly not, because Mike Bodenholzer. Um, <laughs> or for a while. Yeah, yeah. For I'm, a while. Sure, I'm, I'm sure it's like 
they just want different coaches getting in there. Mm-hmm. And publicity. Yeah. Wow. Um, let's see. Eli Manning announced his retirement. Um, here is a here is a hot topic. Is Eli a Hall of Famer, Casey? I don't know. I've never actually looked at Eli's stats to see where he's at and stat-wise. Not great. Um, the reason this is hard to add, I mean, I'm not necessarily hard because you can argue other quarterbacks during this time, like, yeah, they're Hall of Famers, which is what is hard for Eli to argue. But he put – I mean, he played most of his career against Tom Brady – and the Patriots when they were the dynasty. No, 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 no. I'm not saying like that. I mean, that's, no, that makes it a different conference. I'm saying in that, like that era, Patriots, it's Patriots, Patriot, Patriots. That's what we focused on. We didn't focus on anything else other than the Patriots winning every year. We never thought about like what Eli was doing over here, which I don't know what he's doing over here because I wasn't a New York fan and I didn't care. He wasn't in the playoffs. He wasn't really doing anything other than the two times he won. Um, so I think that is what is going to hurt him is that in his career he wasn't like considered the top dog at all during his career. Like that honor goes to – Tom Brady at one point goes to his brother Peyton, goes to Drew Brees maybe at some point. Um, no, no. And probably went to Rodgers. Rodgers, and it all it went to different quarterbacks. Eli was just kind of a middle tier quarterback that did good, um, and he has two Super Bowls. I think that because he's a quarterback and he's a big known, well known name, I think he'll get in. I don't. I don't think he's a first ballot. I think he could get in though, which is no. I think I about Philip Rivers because people say Philip Rivers is a Hall of Fame quarterback, and I'm like Philip Rivers has nothing going for him to fight that argument really, because he doesn't have any Super Bowls, which well, is the ultimate honor. Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. Now, if uh, tell me all about it. if you're listening, you may judge my commentary earlier during Casey's explanation to think that I'm fully against Eli Manning being in the Hall of Fame. If you thought that, you are absolutely incorrect. So okay, tell me all about it, Bo. Tell me why you should be in there. Because I'm genuinely curious. Because I think I really nothing. Here's the thing about Eli Manning. Was he great? No. Was he good? Not really. His record overall is 117 and 117. Nice. The only reason it's that is because it hit that and then they benched him. They didn't want him to have a losing record for his career. All right. Granted, the past five years are a large part of why it's that way. Lots of losing. (laughs) <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of loser. Now, his numbers, not great, <laughs> especially outside of Odell. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
However, what he did do is he had two of the greatest stretches a player can have at his position ever in the two years they won the playoffs or the mm-hmm. one Super, Super Bowl. Now, did he ever win a playoff game other than those years? No. <laughs> if they, it was Super Bowl or bust, but they did win two Super Bowls. Now, here's why I think he gets in. Now, we're I, some people are giving him too much credit, like. Oh, they had to win all those games on the road. Yes, that's impressive, but also it's because he was nine and seven in the regular season. They had to squeeze in the wild card spot. Um, but to beat arguably the best team of all time in the eighteen and zero Patriots with Randy Moss and Wes Welker and every—I mean—they dominated everybody and to beat them. And get the Super Bowl MVP. And on the, the, one of the best stretches we've ever seen. And then come back the few years later on another one of the greatest stretches we've ever seen. And to beat the Patriots again and get Super Bowl MVP. Now, there's a very short list of people who have two Super Bowl MVPs. I think it's like five or six. Mm-hmm. And none of them are not in the Hall of Fame. I, that's what I've looked up, and I think that's what people are arguing. The only argument that's over the really, top, get over his the hump. numbers, his numbers, his record—it's all very mediocre to below average. He his what he has going for him is durability because he holds the record, I think, for the most consecutive starts. Third most consecutive starts by a quarterback, two hundred and ten, which is incredible. Yeah. Then he has the super two Super Bowl MVPs and Super Bowls and the two big playoff runs. Mm-hmm. I think that part of history in the league gets him in. That's what a lot of I've seen. Now that I've looked and scrolled through real quick. A lot now, of things. I want to touch on something else you said. Yeah, hey, you said Rivers has nothing going for him. I really don't. But tell me about it, because I'm curious. You say he has no Super Bowls. There are a lot of guys in the Hall of Fame without Super Bowls, one being Dan Marino. Not to say Phillip Rivers is Dan Marino. <laughs> I'm say, well, that's a, not saying that. But I'm glad you're Phillip not. Rivers, if Eli Manning gets in based on just, you know, the two Super Bowl runs. Mm-hmm. Philip Rivers has better numbers than Eli Manning. Philip Rivers has overall had a better career than Eli Manning outside of the Super Bowls. He does have I, I think I think these are two guys I don't think they're first ballot because there is an argument. Mm-hmm. But I think Rivers eventually gets in. After maybe a long wait, and I think Eli gets in after like maybe two or three years. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Philip Rivers, is he done? He moved to Florida and says he's not messing with the Chargers. I, all I know is he's not going to be a Charger. That's all. Uh, I know. There is some speculation he moved to Florida, and there's a little situation in Tampa Bay. I could see that. That'd be solid. 
I thought you were about to say Miami, and I was about to come through this computer and punch you. No, I think Tampa Bay, you got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and you put in Phillip Rivers instead of Jameis. Phillip Rivers are going to be 30 touchdowns and not 30 interceptions. I'm going to say, like, Phillip is, I think, on the decline. Oh, for sure. But, <laughs> but with that being said, you got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin out there. Keenan Allen can only do so much. And you're not going to throw 30 interceptions if you're Philip Rivers. Yeah, Philip Rivers didn't throw 30. Probably not even close. He might, I mean, probably be 12 or less. <laughs> yeah. The QB carousel that is about to go on this year is going to be very interesting because a, di- a lot of teams are getting probably a new quarterback or at least a new like backup quarterback that was well, was a starting quarterback at one time. I don't think Jameis is going to sign anywhere. Really? I don't think anybody wants him. Actually, that's a lie. I think he'll sign somewhere. But I think that really no one should sign him because I don't think he's that good. Here's the thing. He led, uh, empty as it may be, he led the league in passing and he had 30 touchdowns. I, and that'll be the argument he'll make, like, in his, like, in his pitch and all that kind of stuff for, hey, come, come sign me. Miami. Oh, good lord. I know that won't happen because, uh, Fitzpatrick's coming back next year and they're either drafting Tua now or they're, they're drafting a quarterback this year. Whether they're trading up to the number two spot, which I will cry at if we have to do that to draft two. Uh, it might happen. It honestly might have to happen. Too. What if you draft Jameis and then you just get like a really good lineman or defensive? Nope. nope not worth it. Not worth. Not worth Jameis. Redskins? For Jameis? Yeah. I mean, the Redskins have a lot of issues. They never seem to have a good quarterback. They always have a lot of quarterbacks. So, I mean, that's like his, I mean, he could go there. There's really not a lot of, I mean, they're all either still going to be developing their young guys or drafting them if they don't have them. Mm-hmm. Detroit. I keep wondering about Matthew Stafford. Like, is he gonna? Like, when is he gonna leave? Leave. <laughs> like, if I were Matthew Stafford, I'd have at least a couple before he signed that big, huge contract, which I don't think he can leave now because he has like four more years on his contract. Um. Oh, I would have looked at somewhere else to see what was going on because Detroit drove Calvin Johnson out of the NFL. They drove Barry, Barry Sanders, Sanders out of the NFL. Something's wrong up there. Go test out somewhere else. Here's the thing. I personally, as a Colts fan, would not be upset with Stafford. Except that now I don't know if his back is broken or not. <laughs> True. But I think we have, you know, offensive line. I we have, get some 
We draft a receiver. We draft the Stafford you know, could be cool. I I never thought Stafford is bad. Yeah. I just think his teams are. <laughs> I yeah, I agree. I've never thought about him going there, but yeah. Or Drew Brees. There are rumors going around about Drew Brees. Maybe they want him to come back so he can take a half role and lead into Tace and Hill. Interesting. And I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I don't know. That'd be the only one, you know, you talk Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, whatever. First of all, let me. I don't know if I've said this already, but I would rather go 0 and 16 than have any success with Tom Brady. Um, and I think that's how Colts Nation feels. And I and I, I, if anyone's any different, they're not actually a Colts fan. There is no way Tom Brady comes to the Colts. There is no way Tom Brady comes to the Colts. But if anyone tells you any different, you are not talking to a Colts fan. No, like if. I'm a boy. It's a people, massive if. You will have people argue. Empty. What? what? I mean, that stadium will be empty if yeah, Tom yeah. Brady in our jersey. No one's coming to that game until he is gone. For sure. For, Man, I'm sure you will, you, you will have people tell you, oh, you'll say that until he throws, you know, whatever yeah. touchdown. Nope. That is not how I will feel. Yep. I wish nothing but detriment to that team until he is gone. I will. I do not. I would. I if if we won the Super Bowl with Tom Brady, it would be worse than the Patriots winning another Super Bowl. Bo would come root for the Miami Dolphins if the Patriots signed, or not the Patriots, the Colts signed Tom Brady. Like, but that's how big regards to my original point. Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees. Drew Brees is the only one that I would want to be our short-term fix. Ooh, I would like that. I'd enjoy that. Um, I would like a wide receiver to add with that. But well, yes, that that's a if we sign a quarterback, then we're not drafting one. We draft a receiver or something. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a rule change at the Pro Bowl. No kickoff, team starts at five, or um, instead of an onside kick, teams can take one play at their own 25, and if they gain 15 yards, they keep possession. If they don't, the other team takes over at the dead ball spot. What do you think of that? I think it's a test of what they might do in the future. It is a test of what they're trying to get towards. I mean, they're trying to stop concussions and all that, and I mean – when you run full force down the field and then you run full force into someone, I mean, you're going to get hit. Someone's going to hit heads to heads and concussions happen. That's where a lot of them happen. So, I mean, I understand we're trying to make the game safer. I don't like it because I like the kickoff. I like the kick return. Like when there's someone breaks one off, like that's the cool, like, oh, my gosh, that was awesome. Um, And it also kind of – devalues your kicker a little bit more too like he's not out there very often um i'm interested to know what pat mcafee thinks of it because pat i mean basically was a kicker i mean he's a a punter but he is a kicker he did kickoffs yeah but he did the kickoffs and he laid down the boom 
Yeah. He, no, here's oh, he did all kinds of stuff. Here's the thing: I don't want to get rid of the kickoffs. However, as a substitute for the onside kick, I think I like this better. Kick a seventy-yard field goal. No. no. This bring Pat Magnus back. No, that what I said. Right, yeah. If you want to do the onside kick and get that, yeah. No, you just yeah, just forget the onside kick. You say, oh, you want the ball back here. You're on the 25. If you gain 15 yards on this fourth and 15, essentially, mm-hmm. then you keep the ball. If you don't, then the team takes over somewhere between the 25 and the 40, which is where they would be taking over probably for the onside kick anyway. Um, I will say I would want to keep the onside kick rules in the event that you have a situation like a Pat McAfee where you're lined up for full kick and you just decide to kick it short and then Pat McAfee recovers his own onside kick after it goes 10 yards because the return team screwed up. I think mm-hmm. I just think I don't want to get rid of kickoffs because there's too much. You get fumbles, you get return touchdowns, you get there's too much that can happen. Mm-hmm. Granted. Most of the time, yes. It's a touchback. It's not much of a return, whatever. But there is the element of this can happen, and if you go to teams, just start at the 25, you eliminate that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good step in the right direction. I don't know if this is the answer, but it's a good step in the right direction. I mean, the NFL is just trying to make the game safer for the guys. The NFL is the biggest sport, and I'll say that it's the biggest sport in – America, yeah, well, yeah, for it's sure. the most watched thing, um, and they just want they want to keep the players, the big time players, safe, keep them out there longer so that we can enjoy them for a longer period of time. So, yeah, I like that we're trying that they're trying to come up with. Yeah. Also, I'm tired of all the Colts players retiring at 30. Um, uh, <laughs> Kareem Oway, come back. Saints seek to prevent release of emails that allegedly show execs doing PR damage control amid Catholic sexual abuse crisis. That's all I know. That sounds bad. That's all I know. That's, that's it. Sounds Nothing bad. else was I've heard about this. No. Um, e- Kareem Hunt failed a drug test for marijuana and had an open container of vodka during a traffic stop last week. Not a great look for a guy trying to get back in. Um, Goodell is going to meet with Miles Garrett in the next 60 days to talk reinstatement. Dak says he is confident that a deal is coming this offseason. Said that last season. Um... Sammy Watkins says he might sit out next season. And Greg Olson and the Panthers part ways. Agent Drew Rosenhaus says Olson is still interested in playing. Now that is a guy that I could get behind the Colts signing for cheap. Who was it? What? Greg Olson. For cheap. Yeah, probably. I mean, for cheap, yeah. For cheap. One year, five million. Yeah, something like that, maybe. 
That's about it. Now, do we have any tweets from Mike? Tweet, tweet, yeah. Um, I just got to think when I read him. Do we talk about a chili bowl? I don't know. It would have been... We talked about that one. It would have been um, anything after... Uh, I think the Monday after the divisional. So anything after the... I got one on the 18th and one on the 26th. When was the 18th? Shoot. What's the 18th one? Uh, That's the one about the Chili Bowl. What's it say? The 18th (laughs) was two weeks ago. I'd say that one probably haven't done. I feel like I read it, though. Well, I mean, you might have read it. It's been two weeks. That's true. I've probably read it. Eh, maybe I didn't. All right. At Sports Shenanigans, big weekend motorsports, even though no NASCAR or IndyCar. Tulsa, Oklahoma, hosting the Chili Bowl this week. I really hope they have chili at the Chili Bowl. Um, I don't like chili, but that would just be a letdown. Big sprint car race on dirt, um, held inside, so weather won't affect it. And cool. People from all over come to watch this race. Uh, many NASCAR and IndyCar drivers participate in it. Uh, it started earlier this week. He said Wednesday with a question mark, like we would know the answer to this, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and is ending tonight, which was January 18th. Um, lots of big names in American racing are, are there participating in the event. And then we got at Sports Shenanigans, the 24 hour race at Daytona just finished up. A long race. Well, I would say so. It's 24 hours, mm-hmm. but a lot of fun from what I hear. And no, not just one driver drives for 24 hours. Well, hey, hey, you already know what my question is. That's what <laughs> Mike, I like to see. <laughs> But several per team to make it better so people don't get hurt. I was literally, I was, I was one second away from saying, did one guy drive for 24 hours? (laughs) That would be terrible. Like, I've driven for like 10 hours straight, and that is the worst thing ever, because like, your body is just, it doesn't work. And that's 10 hours, and you're only going 60 to 70 miles per hour, let alone 200 miles an hour. Good. I don't know if this was 200 miles. This might have been only like 120. But oh, still, oh. only 120. Man, their bodies are like, they got to drink a lot of water. Yeah. Which means they got to pee a lot, which means beat stops have to be real fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. So that was Tweets with Mike, and here's what we're going to do now that we are about an hour and 45 minutes in. We're going to give you our picks for the Super Bowl this weekend. And wait a minute. I'm thinking. I am very, I am mixed. I don't know who to pick. Wait, no, I mean, um, Super Bowl commercials, someone has one. Budweiser, Bud Michelob- 
Ultra. Ultra. Someone is in it. Tom Hanks. No. Paul Pierce. No. Donald Trump. Naomi. LeBron. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Is in a Michelob Ultra commercial, and he says it's good. I mean, he says everything's good, but... Tis good. What? We, we got here's here's the thing we got Super Bowl we got commercials we got J Lo and Shakira oh J Lo and we got the Chiefs and the 49ers so we can just sit back and game it's not as good as having your team I mean I can look at this unless you're a Chiefs or a 49ers fan but it's not as good as having your team in the Super Bowl. But it's also better than having the Patriots there. So it's gonna be an enjoyable Super Bowl. It's gonna be an enjoyable Super Bowl moment for us all. And um yeah, Casey. Who are you picking? So I really don't wanna pick because I really don't know who to pick because there's both very good teams. Um, I think I told someone earlier this week that I was going to root for the San Francisco 49ers, and that's who I was going to pick. But on this podcast, I'm going to change that, and I'm going to say Kansas City wins – because they showed what they can do to stop a dominant run. They stopped Derrick Henry for 69 yards. And that man is a monster and much better than Raheem Mostert. So I think, I mean, with, they have so many weapons. They have a defense that is catching on at a good time, obviously, because this is the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Okay. So, here's my pick. I will be rooting for the Chiefs. Okay. In my heart, I want the Chiefs to win. I want, I don't care about Andy Reid, but I want the talk to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I like Mahomes. I like Kelsey. I, mm-hmm. I, I like I like I like entertaining football, and that's what the Chiefs give you consistently. Oh yeah, and I like Matthew. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be rooting for the Chiefs. However, my head tells me I've seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. I saw it when the Denver Broncos played Seattle. I saw it when the Denver Broncos played Carolina. And I feel like I'm going to see it this year where the dominant defense plays the outstanding offense. And it's just proven again that defense is what gets it done. And I think the 49ers offense is talented enough to even if that defense doesn't hold Kansas City as well, you know, the Broncos defense held Carolina to what, 10 points? And 
the Seattle defense held the Broncos to like 10 points or something. I mean, just a blowout. And I think the defense, even if Kansas City gets, you know, 17, 24 points on this defense, Jimmy, uh, you're, I think you are going to put it in Jimmy Garoppolo's hands. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not sure that that's necessarily a losing formula. Um, I think you got Jimmy G, you got George Kittle, you got Emmanuel Sanders, you got Kyle Shanahan um, coaching. I think I think I'm gonna be rooting for Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I like George Kittle. I'll throw that out there. I like I like Richard Sherman. I'll throw that out there. I think this my, is my hard head, to tell. My head tells me it's the 49ers. I will be rooting for the Chiefs, and I'm going to pick the Chiefs because I'm going to be rooting for the Chiefs. But I feel like I've seen this movie before, and that's what I think is probably going to happen. All righty. I think this year is just a hard one. I mean, I don't know about for other people, but for me, I I do like Patrick Mahomes. I like Sammy Watkins. Tyree Kill is the fastest man, one of the fastest guys in the NFL. Travis Kelsey is very ever. Right, yeah, Travis Kelsey has been just awesome the last couple of years, and you want him to win. But in the other side of it, I want George Kittle to win. I want Jimmy Garoppolo to win, improve Bill Belichick. I don't care. Um, no, no. Here's the thing. Bill Belichick wants Jimmy Garoppolo to win oh, because yes, he does. I have a conspiracy theory again, once again, about this trade, you know, because all he got was a second rounder for him. He wanted him to go to the best situation possible so that Jimmy G, no one is happier that Jimmy G is in the Super Bowl this year than Bill Belichick because it proves he was right that they should have moved on. Yep. And I like, I, yeah, I I like Jimmy G. I like Emmanuel I like Sanders, but that's no, aside. <laughs> I like Nick Bosa. I like um, how that organization has gone about it. They value defense. They've drafted defense the last couple years with their first round picks. They have turned out well, um, and that's why. I, I mean, both sides have just likable players. It's not like when the Patriots go in and you obviously America is rooting for the other team. We can pick what who we want, but it's a hard pick because there's both very good candidates on both sides. Mm-hmm. Now, so let me Mike. Let us know in the next day. Who you think's gonna win? Well, we're gonna hope this, this gets edited by tomorrow. <laughs> well, Mike, let us know who you thought was gonna win, <laughs> and then if you lie to us, we won't know. But but is, you know who will. But we yeah exactly you know who will know. And Don't that's, lie, Mike. Yeah. You you went to IWU. We do the uh, we do the honor system. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we had that in some of my classes, and boy, did I take advantage of that. Um, the <laughs> uh, Usher opened the Lakers' tri- Kobe tribute with Amazing Grace. They had some other. We've got a LeBron's. Before I get started on the, uh, the speech that I have, um, I want to acknowledge all the lives that was lost Sunday morning. Alyssa Altabelli, John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, Peyton Chester, Sarah Chester, Christina Mauser, Ara Zabanya, Gianna Bryant, and Kobe Bryant. Now, I got something um, written down. You know, they asked me to kind of stay on course or whatever the case may be. But, Laker Nation, man, I would be selling y'all short if I read off this shit. So I'm going to go straight from the heart. <laughs> Sorry for the language. first thing that come to mind, man, is all about family. And as I look around this arena, we're all grieving. We're all hurt. We're all heartbroken. But when we're going through things like this, the best thing you can do is lean on the shoulders of your family. And from Sunday morning all the way to this point, now I heard about Laker Nation before I got here last year about how much of a family it is. is absolutely what I've seen this whole week, not only from the players, not only from the coaching staff, not only from the organization, but from everybody. Everybody that's here, this is really, truly, truly a family. And I know Kobe and Gianna and Vanessa and everybody, thank you guys from the bottom of their heart, as Kobe said. Now, I know at some point we will have a memorial for Kobe. But I look at this, I look at this as a celebration tonight. This is is a celebration of the 20 years of the blood, the sweat, the tears, the broken down body, the getting up, the sitting down, the everything, the countless hours, the determination to be as great as he could be. Tonight, we celebrate the kid that came here at 18 years of age. Retired at 38 and became probably the best dad that we've seen over the last three years, man. Tonight is a celebration. Before we get to play, love y'all, man. Kobe is a brother to me, and from the time I was in high school, to watching him afar, to getting in this league at 18, watching him up close. All the battles that we had throughout my career. The one thing that we always shared is that determination to just want to win. And just want to be great. 
And the fact that I'm here now means so much to me. I want to continue along with my teammates to continue his legacy, not only for this year, but as long as we can play the game of basketball that we love, because that's what Kobe Bryant will want. So in the words of Kobe Bryant, Mamba out, but in the words of us, not forgotten. Live on, brother. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't either. This is the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, Follow us on cheap. Twitter. That seems that seems cheap at this point. <laughs> Love Kobe. Follow us on Facebook. Sports shenanigans uh, out. Uh, what is it? Sports shenanigans HM. On Twitter at Sports Shenanigans. Email HMS shenanigans at gmail.com. Um, tell us that you think the episodes are too long because we had like three that are two hours in the last. Hey, Mike listens to them all, so. What? Mike listens to all of this, so he hears us every word we say. Yeah. I don't, I don't know when he makes That's why Mike's a real one. That's why, that's why, that's why we like Mike. Maybe Mike listens to us while he's grading papers. What? That's Mike, your assignment. Tell us when you listen to us. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's gonna be it. We hope everyone has a great Super Bowl. Join in on the Super Monday that Fox is running. Everyone take the day off work. Um, because. It should be a national holiday, um, and how do we do that? You don't show up, and then they have to give it to us. Um, all the, I mean, it already is the, what is it, estimated like 17 million people don't go to work the day after the Super Bowl. We might as well just cancel it. Come on now. Um, so have a great Super Bowl. Eat all the wings, all the pizza, all the nachos, all the... Uh, Buffalo chicken dip, all the, uh, uh, I forget what else they said they're bringing. So the, <laughs> eat all the good stuff, enjoy the game, hope for a good game, enjoy the commercials, enjoy JLo and Shakira at halftime, and we will see you sometime uh, next week after the game to recap what happened with that.